<laughs> Holy shit! My, well, my what? dad lived How in the How did you 60s. do this? I, but it's What's like, going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Screenshots. I have no idea what episode number this is, but we're, we're, we're chugging along pretty well. Um, we have so much to say. I don't have a coaster. What, it's right there. Why would you? Why would you interrupt me in the middle of the intro? This is, just do it again. We have so much to talk <laughs> about when it comes to Dune. Like all of our minds are exploding. We we can't even contain ourselves. Um, but before we get into it, this is a drinking game podcast. If you want to know the rules, go ahead and take a look at the description to see how you can play with us or just see how the game works. And also, I uh, I make some special drinks sometimes for special episodes, and Dune is a special episode. And I made our very own spice. Because in the book, it says it tastes and kind of smells like cinnamon. So I made a cinnamon um, mixed drink that Johnny's going to try. Go ahead. And then you'll tell us what the box office has. Stir it. Well, that's not a straw. That's a, straw. <laughs> that's a stick. Oh, why, why is there a stick in it? So you can stir it. Why would I want... What kind of spice is in it? It's cinnamon. There's some nutmeg in there. You know... Uh, you're gonna like this. Go ahead, try it. Tell me what you think. There's bubbles in it. If you guys are listening, go on my Instagram. You can see a picture of it. It looks really cool. What do you think? Pretty good, right? It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. All right. We tell all us. Like it. Tell us what the this movie's making. This is the first making. time I've had a sip of one of Mark's drinks that he makes. That's not true. I don't know. Huh? <laughs> Usually, when I have a well, drink, I don't wake up. Well, shut oh up. <laughs> well, Dune. I'm trying to read this. I'm trying to read this headline, but the biggest headline on the head on the page is about Alec Baldwin killing a woman. That's not. Can you tell us what the not box relevant. office thing is? All right. So the bo- Okay. So the box office for Dune it was projected um, by Rival Studios and Box Office Pro to get somewhere between a 35 to 45 million dollar opening weekend. It made I think 5.1 uh, million dollars in the Thursday pre- previews. Uh, last night, which it was above Halloween Kills. I think Halloween Kills got like 4.8 or something, or somewhere around there. Um, so uh, that would suggest somewhere around like a 50 million. But I think uh, Dune, since the ha- Halloween was released on, on Peacock, right? So it has a day and date release that like probably hurt the box office a little bit, but not as much as HBO Max because HBO Max has a lot more subscriber numbers than Peacock. So I think that didn't affect Halloween as, that much. But uh, now Dune, I think Warner Brothers is predicting Dune to get a thirty million to thirty-two million opening weekend off the Friday numbers, um, which is like okay. Um, Blade Runner twenty forty-nine opened with thirty-two million uh, off a hundred fifty million dollar budget in twenty seventeen. That was another Denis Villeneuve movie, um, and that bom- that was a fit like a bomb. Uh, I think this would be a bomb as well if it wasn't for COVID and the HBO Max mm, simultaneous yeah. release. But I mean, who it might it might make like thirty five or forty? We still don't know. Um, but and good news that is, if it makes thirty two million, that's tw- uh, math. <laughs> that's twenty six million higher than the the David Lynch Dune from nineteen eighty four, which off a forty million dollar budget made thirty million dollars worldwide oh, in nineteen eighty four. That's disgusting. Um, <laughs> also, have you seen that movie? No, it's I, insane. I, I meant to. It's crazy. I kind of want to watch it. Yeah. Watch this this it. was crazy, though. Um, this movie was see. insane. It's projected. I think right now it has $129 million opening uh, or worldwide because it was released in some other uh, international markets uh, beforehand. Um, it got off to a really good start overseas, so maybe overseas numbers will uh, save it. It's projected uh, this weekend for a global weekend of like above $70 million, So that would end up at the end of the weekend, like over $200 million. Mm. Um, I think I, th- I think 350 400 is a good number. 
I think so. I think it'll definitely get above three hundred million. Hopefully, um, I think uh, I think a good I think a good range for will probably end up is between three hundred and four hundred million worldwide, maybe a hundred hundred twenty million dollars domestically. I hope so. So, well, then, guys, what are you thinking? This was an incredible movie. Oh, With spoiler away. free, I got like I Let's take turn. You go and then turn it to go. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Okay, spoiler free, man. I, the reason why, so I, I read the book, um, and I had a really hard time reading, I knew it was gonna, I know, I know, I read the book and I had a, re- I had a really hard time reading it, uh, because I, when, it, when I read the book, I kept thinking that I was, okay, I'm reading an author that wrote this in the 60s, what would they be thinking the future looks like, and all this, and what technology would be, and I was so confused, also there were so many words and definitions in the book that wasn't explained, and so many character names, and the book, the first page of the book wants you to basically know what the entire uh, mythos of Dune is before you ever read it. And that's why it's so hard to consume the book. And I also think, I don't know if this is true, when uh, the Lynch uh, movie came out, they, in the newspapers, gave uh, put a vocab list. So whenever someone, if anyone was going to see the movie, they would know what all these words meant. So it was it's just a really hard book to consume if you don't have, like, knowledge of it beforehand or if you're just really good at like ex- like understanding the stuff immediately so i had a really hard time reading it and i didn't like it but i forced myself to finish it after watching the movie i was like oh i get it now it makes sense and i actually want to reread the book because the movie helped me so much that now i'm excited i could see with the world building i could see the setting i could see the way people act and the way things are i like it so much better now and it makes so much more sense and at, off of the book and watching the movie, um, although I didn't really like the book, they did an amazing job at portraying it perfectly. And I I couldn't be more pleased. Jenna? Wait, oh, also, hold on, because I said book. Oh, no, but you also said, you know, you said the book. So does that count as a phrase? No, it has to be three words. All right, and you also said red. So you have two shots. Red? You said red. Oh, I was thinking about R-E-D. I was like, what, when did I say that? Okay. <laughs> what do you want? Jenna, what did you think? I thought it was really good. I you want agree that with Mark. I tried reading the book. I only got to four chapters, and I was done. I didn't understand anything, the vocabulary and everything like that. I just kind of dropped it. But like he was saying, I feel like I'm going to reread it now or try to read it because like I can see what's almost going on in my mind, and I kind of know like what goes where and who's this and everything, so it's really easy to explain. But the movie was amazing. Timmy even said he's like, your mouth was like wide open, like during parts. I of honestly it. thought you were asleep sometimes, <laughs> like just a glare on your glasses, and you were like, no. <laughs> "I'm like, no. like is Jenna asleep during this? This is great." I'm like, "How are you asleep?" <laughs> well, let, let me say something about Jenna because well, well, us three were talking because we were we were sitting next to each other, and Jenna was more to the left. I looked at Jenna and I was like, "I had a feeling Jenna wasn't gonna like this." And I went over to Jenna, I tapped, I was like, "Hey, did you like it?" And you were like, "You like?" <laughs> I, I didn't want it to stop. It's so good. I was so upset where it stopped. I was like, I need more right now. Like, I yeah, need I didn't. To I didn't know if you want to like it. That's why I thought. Be you careful were, about be care- the ending. Yeah, be careful. Careful about the spoilers. I didn't think you were gonna like it either. That's why I was like, did you really fall asleep? I was, I was like, scared. I wasn't oh, no, gonna you, like it either. Like, no. No, I was like, oh, okay, you're awake. Never mind. I, like my expectations were like nowhere because it it could have turned out. I feel like really, really bad, or it could have turned out really, really good. And thankfully, it turned out really, really good. So, like, the, um, just everything, the scenes of the movie, I was just, like, in awe the entire time. It was great. I'd rewatch it 100%. Tim? I, like Jenna said, I went, I went into it with no expectations. 
when Mark sent out the text for the podcast and I agreed to do it, I was just like, yeah, I heard about this movie. I, was, I like heard a little bit about it. I never read the book. I'm not a fan of reading. I do want to read that? it. I do want to <laughs> read it now. And I'm. G- I bought the books. I bought what? the first three. No way. Did yeah. you really? I bought the set. The nice oh, yeah. one. Holy how many? Shit. Wait. How many was, books are there? It was on fifteen. Hmm. I thought it was seven. Fifteen. It's seven it's for the main, books? and there's like a bunch of extras. Like chil- I saw there's Children of Dune and all this stuff. There's yeah. There's fifteen. But yeah, total. I went into it no expectations, and I was blown away. I was like, I'm either gonna like it, or I'm not gonna like it. I was like, eh. I'll go just hang out with my friends, be on the podcast, have some fun. Mm-hmm. I was like, exactly. Holy shit! I'm so glad I saw it in theaters. So and I, I, I don't, I don't get how people can watch on HBO Max like for the first time. Like I get it's cheaper than going to the movie. You can have a bunch of people over for one price. I, c- I can't. I get it unless you have a like at home theater or a really really good surround sound system and a like massive TV. It doesn't do it justice. Like yeah. I can watch it a second time at home. But I you gotta experience it in the yeah. theaters. There's nothing like it. No. I can imagine somebody watching HBO Max and not caring, and then watching it and going, "Shit, I probably should have saw yeah. it in the theaters." Oh, I, yes. That's why I want to. I want to watch it again. I know it's on HBO Max, mm. and I can go see it for free. But I'm gonna go to the theater tomorrow and watch it. Colin, I, Colin said he's gonna watch it on HBO Max, and I'm like, "You're gonna miss Don't. it on so." If you want to go to the theater tomorrow, let me know. Be- I'll before go. Johnny gives okay. me gives us his uh, his uh, whole thing on it, I do want to say about the HBO Max thing is. We were so good. I got home and just started watching it again. I just started really? watching it again. I, I debated about leaving work early so I can go watch another one before the podcast just to gain, like, see All more and remember more. I'm just like, oh, my God. So, go ahead, Johnny. What's your take? Okay. Um, I th- uh, So, uh, I didn't really... I haven't read. I haven't read the book. I only watched the David Lynch movie, and I went, ah, that's weird, and whatever. And then, But I, the only reason I was excited for this because uh, the director... Made it, and he was coming off of Blade Runner, which bombed, and then they gave him Dune for $165 million. I'm like, oh, shit, I have to see this. This is the riskiest movie of all time. And then I went to see it, um, and I thought it was great. Uh, I think it's I think it's representative of the kinds of franchises I want to see now. Like, I like the Marvel stuff like that, but I, I like to see a franchise that has um, kind of a, a... Like, obviously, you watch this movie. It's, it, it, it was made by a complete pro, like somebody, like who, somebody with, like, an autorist kind of... Vision, stuff like that, you can't get with like studio driven movies like Marvel movies and stuff like that. Maybe the Eternals will change that. I don't know. But um, I, th- I thought it was probably one of the most transportive movies in terms of like, uh, I one of the most uh, tactile, transportive movies where you're like, holy shit, I'm at this planet right now. Yes. Exactly. That's and uh, probably the most transportive movie since I've seen, uh, since Interstellar back in 2014 that I've seen in the theater. I thought that it was, that was probably its most, uh, uh, the best, the, the, my favorite thing about it. Um, uh, I did think um, I would have liked to see a little bit more detail in the kind in on the planet of Arrakis. I know in terms of like story, you can't maybe we'll get that down the line more. But I wanted to like, hey, there's this thing spice and don't even worry about it. I yeah, no, there's oh, this thing spice and don't even worry about it. You know, and I was like, okay, but I wanted to see more of like them using it. Maybe like. You see some of it in terms of like a individual using it, but I wanted to see what like this big empire was using it for and stuff like that. Um, and one more thing I really like is, so I said before, like I want to see more types of franchises like this. I like, cause there's a line that you have to, when you're making the higher the budget goes, there's a line that you have to be more conscious of, yeah. which is, um, you know, this, it's a, uh, this uh, creatively honest kind of uh, art house kind of movie. You can make an art house kind of movie, but the more you lean towards that, hypothetically the more the less budget you need but the more you lean towards blockbuster and the more accessible you make the movie mm-hmm. um the less creative honesty or not honesty it's maybe another integrity word. integrity that you have right 
you know, so um, I think this movie, hopefully, I think this movie explores that line and tries to find that line between the two, being an art house movie and a blockbuster that's accessible to audiences. Um, and I think hopefully it's found the line uh, and, and has found the balance between a, cr- a critically and financially successful, uh, like, you know, some kind of crazy autorist kind of movie. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy. It's like giving a, an art house director $200 million to make a movie. So uh, that's for you for, uh, he said, Spice. Spice. So great. <clears throat> I think it's great. It's fantastic. And I, I, I do want to go a couple more minutes, spoiler free, so we can uh, talk uh, can a, with each other. What do you want? This one? You want oh, the coffee? He took mine. Oh, uh, your talk, favorite glass. So I, I. Which one do you want? The coffee. About the spice, right? I think. So you do learn a little bit more about it in the book. Um, but I think they did a good job at talking about what the spice is, being that, like, one of the problems of the book is that you were, ex- you were expected to know everything. Um, and because it, it obviously a, a book is not a visual medium, um, you can't really see what's going on. But I think the movie did a good job at explaining um, what the spice is or is not uh, used for or what it's good for. It's a little bit different in the book, and I'll get, I'll I'll try to maybe explain it a, a little bit in in the spoilers. But um, I think they did a very good succinct job at explaining what the spice is and what it's good for. Um, and what I like about this whole spice thing is how it's supposed to be um, like this big part of the whole story, and I like that it makes the entire story political. Like that's actually my favorite part about this. Whereas I know the biggest. Uh, what's the word, uh, critique of the prequel trilogy of Star Wars was that it's too political, and that's why everyone doesn't like it. That's actually why I like that Star Wars. Um, and I like that this is political. I wish it was more political. Yeah. This do- well, Dune. my stepbrother, he saw Dune like a week in advance because he went to Comic-Con, and he said there's not as much fighting as I thought there would be. That was his non-spoiler review to me. He loved it, but that's what he said. And I was like, I wonder what's going to happen. And I watched it, and I'm like, Oh, oh, it's delicious. It's so good. I love it. it. <laughs> I need more. Do you want to go to, you want to, go to spoilers? I, no, I have more things go to ahead, say. Go ahead, say, say, say it. Well, uh, I think in, in some, there's a lot of movies that they, like, every, like every, everybody's been saying, right? Like, oh, it's visual, visually stunning. Like that, yeah, that phrase yeah. that's so used. But um, it does have that, uh, uh, it is it is like sort of a visual ma- masterpiece, oh, yeah. but the visual it because usually vis- movies that have like visual high visuals like this they usually um, sometimes they lack any substance. But in this movie, the visuals are the substance. Where the act like sometimes with movies they just lend all the information to like dialogue and stuff like that. But in this, they actually use the camera and editing and camera angles and stuff like that. The, this and the use of scope to actually tell. Most of the story, there's some like you know, some, there's some yeah. scenes where there's a heavy exposition and stuff like that. And then I saw uh, there was an interview somewhere. Then uh, the director was saying he goes, I didn't want to have a voiceover, uh, so I got Hans Zimmer to do the voiceover, and he did the score, which is the music. That's so basically, he basically said the music was and the music's That's crazy good, so by the way. Good the mu- and if you re- like, if I, I, I rewatched a few scenes, it's like you realize that oh, that the actual music is actually taking place as the voiceover. Like yeah. there's moments where it's like oh, that's where he would say a thing right there. It's really good. Well, uh, so, oh, so I think we have to, like, every single person that had a job on this film did a great job on this film. The cinematographers, you know, the director, you know, the actors, everyone did a great job. I think we have to um, give a lot of credit to just 
the source material, like the, the base of what the story is for when it comes to Give credit to them actually when it, following it. When not it comes to shit up. well, when it comes to like being visually stunning, I think if this took place in a different universe, it'd be a lot harder to show something that beautiful, even though it's just you know plain nothingness. Like I, I think they did such a good job because the story itself is just a good story. Yeah, I think that helped it a lot, and I liked how. You know, you think about the fu- uh, the future and the futuristic things and places, and you think about, oh, everything's made out of, you know, white plastic and glass, and everything is sterile and clean, and everyone has straight hair and walks really stiffly. And, like, that's what, like, a, a futuristic kind of thing you, you, you visualize. Well, like in our, this, fu- our futuristic view is different than when he was writing the book. Yeah, well, so in this, it's like everything is... There's a lot of that, but that that this well, is the on, type of on, there's the, like, there's there's a lot of nature involved in this, and there's a lot of like like stone structures, and there's a lot of real like dense human elements to this, yeah. and I you wouldn't if, re- yeah you wouldn't expect to see a future movie like relate. that. Late, yes. There's a lot of stuff that pulls you in, relates you to it, lets you like get absorbed into the world, and like right. you can feel like the same feelings as them. It's not too like. Yeah, crazy abstract and like ridiculous, and you're just like, ah. Right. Like, like the last okay, thought, okay. The, the last thing you thought about was that it took place in the future. Well, yeah. yeah, that's the that's last thing thought. you thought about. Well, you know, one of the things I saw, I was like, because whenever a movie takes place in like ten thousand whatever, I was like, okay, so why isn't everybody robots or whatever? And the movie doesn't do this, so I can't give credit to the movie. But I saw a scene breakdown before I got here. I was in a scene breakdown with the director, and he was talking about. Uh, we started basically Paul's journey like in the library with all these books because there's, there's no computers in Dune because AI was like banned in that. In I guess in the books like they banned AI because it was too like well. Oh, be careful, on. dude! You don't spoil anything. It's the book. Yeah, I know, but I didn't know. Same that. thing. You sh- you shouldn't say that just in case. Just in case. I don't think it's a spoiler. Like you said. Well, I was earlier. Gonna, I refrained from saying some stuff in the book because I know it, it'll it, even uh, though it wasn't uh, said uh, in the movie. Yeah, but you're talking Let's about spice. Go, just going to spoilers. We're already there. Wait, can I finish? The okay, go ahead. What, was I, what was I talking, talking about? about the, you watch the director talk about the scene break. Wait, how is it a spoiler if it's not even in the movie? I'll, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you <laughs> later. Don't argue now. But what was, I, what was I talking about then? You're talking about the scene breakdown with the director and how they would be all cyborgs, but they're not. Oh, yeah, because yeah, cause they, they banned AI and stuff like that. He was like in the that. library. Yeah, and I liked how... I was like, that explains... I'm like, okay, so that kind of holds them back a little bit. Like, I kind of like that, uh, that kind of gist of the, of the world there. But it also did feel a little futuristic because it had like that projector. Yeah. And he could like walk through it and it was like he was immersed in it. Sorry, this is probably spoiler. No, it's okay. That's I mean like it's just like it's funny that that's the that's the futuristic thing you I picked mean, up on though. Yeah. I mean if you walk in front of any projector it would look like that. Well, I feel like I, I mean it was like, I like how it's just like there in the middle of the room and not on a screen. It was yeah. literally like but the I mean, phone just projecting yeah. out. But I mean like yeah. you can like I I'll are we going in the spoilers or no? Want to go spoilers, guys? We have to rate it, though. We do have to rate it. Okay. How do you want to rate it? Huh? How do you want to rate it? All right. On a scale of one to tune. <laughs> we have a scale of one to two? Yeah, but you use decimal points. <laughs> okay. Well, decimal points go to infinity, so this will be hard. Um, All right. On a spice scale, from how spiced out are yeah, you? How are many, you? How many? Are you? <laughs> uh, uh, what, how many? Wait, how many gallons? No, that's a spoiler. Fuck. <laughs> all right. Um, honestly, I had a perfectly good one. Right, one to two. And then you, you, you right, give one, me your rating then. One all right, because it's confusing. So out of out of tune, <laughs> or how many dunes are we rating? I give it. I give it a, a one point. I give it a one point seven. It out sounds of tune. awful. 
which is which translates roughly to about an eight point two, eight point three out of ten, which okay. is a great movie. What was that? Was that, that was the, a dog bark. Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay, I give it a. Um, How I do give, you convert? I, I give it a one point nine, so that would be a nine. <laughs> uh, right, I think so. Because and the reason why is because. I love this movie a lot more than I thought I did after coming off of a book that I didn't like to read. However, it doesn't get a perfect score because I don't know where it's going to go, and I don't think I'm the. I don't think it'd be responsible for me to give it a perfect score. Can I say something really quick? Yeah. There's not a single shot of bad CGI in this movie. Oh, none. Oh. It blew my mind. I didn't think about the words. I didn't say. I didn't I, think I, CGI the entire time. Not at all. There was a couple scenes I noticed, but I'm just like, like what? Like what? What, what were some right, scenes? So wait, wait, only. No. Can you say him on spoiler free? Or do you want to wait? Let's wait. Jenna, wait give me your rating. Um, I would give it a 1.8 out of Dune. I really like <sighs> it. But like, I don't know. Like how Mark said, like, I don't, maybe like in the second know. one it'll ruin it or something like that. But this one I would, I would gladly so watch. A, a really three is 10 then? No, a two is 10. Oh my God. One to two. <sighs> I gave it a 1.7, which is like a, around an 8 point something. Because if 1.5 1, no. 1. is a 75. <laughs> just pretend just, the points I was a 1.9, a 9 then, and not like a 9.9. Sure, just, just say so. Who cares? What say, the hell is it? Say the score. Out, Hold on. Say, say the score and then just say out of, of 10 like I did. I said, oh, it's a 1.7, <laughs> so around an 8.3. <laughs> just made it totally unnecessary. <laughs> what is it, Timmy? I, I'd put it at like a one point. I can't like, uh-huh. I'd be able to give it a ten, but I'll put it at nine point five. Okay, nine uh, and a half. All right, I'll nine and a half out of ten. Yeah, I can't complain. There's nothing I bit can of a rookie about. score, but okay. All right, guys, we're gonna go to spoilers in three, two, one. Whoa, sandworms! You hate them, right? <laughs> I hate them myself. Okay, going back to the CGI real quick. The only thing that I noticed that looked a little off. But I'm probably being like a sick. I think that might have been because we were in IMAX and it's double projector. Is when the one carrier that picks up the uh, spice collector, uh-huh. uh huh, like the, when it showed the first one doing its thing before the balloons. Broke. Yeah, the balloons uh, coming out. Oh looked yeah, that's little, what I think. Looked a little weird. It well, no, I thought about. It. I sat in my chair and I it saw it looked those a little fake. But I, I was just like. Whatever. I, I don't was like, care. I was like, that might be what it actually might look right, like. Right, because yeah. like if you look at balloons, they kind of act weird. Sometimes. Yeah, it, I mean, it shot it, but it, it looked—you could tell that was CGI. Right. So I want to. the only little complaint. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I can complain about is that scene. It's the only thing I noticed. I want to uh, say something about the the spice though before we continue, so I don't forget. In the books, <laughs> uh, easy there, buddy. In the books, like the, in the, movie the spice, the cinnamon, and they might have said this in. The movie, but the spice is supposed to basically—it's basically a hallucinogen. Well, they mentioned that in the movie. Yeah, that, that like th- that allows you to transcend. Like he, you will understand everything, and that's why people get addicted to it. Well, that's um, why he hears the whispers when he like gets exposed. Well, the to reason it, right? why, he, well, the re- reason why he f- does. Well, yeah, that's the well, reason, he's the he's also like some, the some special one. guy. Yeah, are you talking about in the book or in the movie? I'm gonna I'm trying to relate both of them, but I, I people keep asking questions. <laughs> so in the in the book. It's supposed to be something that transcends um, everything. Like you're connected to everything in the in the world and the planet. And in the books, what creates the spice is the worms. Those create the spice. Um, it comes out of them, and 
they, uh, the, they said it. I don't think they mentioned that. They didn't the say that. They didn't okay. say that movie. No, and, and the reason why those people have the blue eyes is because they um, they were born with the spice. They have the spice that they've been taking their whole lives. Um, but once you get addicted, your eyes turn blue. That's not okay. That's not. An, it's not an addiction. It's kind of just like because the spice, although sure it's a drug, it's not really like it's not like bad for you. But some people get addicted to where they just want so much more, they'll do anything to get it. It's kind of like you could use it respectfully, which is what the uh, Fremen do, but who the natives, the indigenous to uh, Arrakis, they use it respectfully, whereas other people like the Harkonnens and the Atreides and all the other people all over the galaxy, they use, use it, it space irresponsibly. Yeah. yeah. I would have liked to see, because they say... Wait, hold on. What did I say? Oh, uh, blue eyes. Blue eyes, okay. I would have liked to see, because they go, oh, hey, the spice uh, has hallucinogenic effects. I'm like, okay, cool. And then they go, it's also used for interstellar travel. And you go, wait, what? Well, so... And they don't talk about it. I would have liked a little more detail on <laughs> yeah, how it's... I yeah, I do that. agree on that. And I missed that. I did yeah. not hear Yeah, that. it was when they were talking about it. They said spice, and they were, like, just doing, like, a it was little... In the, it was right in the beginning, uh, yeah. Okay. And there was also, like... I, I thought like, to myself, out. I would have liked to see a little bit, like, more detail of the world... But then I was like, well, wait, that if he's, but like, cause I wanted to see like the streets of that city they were in. Like, I didn't know who was living. I was like, are people living in there? Or is it just like the army or whatever? Or the, wait, the, Atreides? the city on the big city where they go when they arrive on a Yeah, I can tell oh, okay. you. And I, so I wanted to know where, well, I don't want to, I don't want all the answers to just be like, oh, well in the book they do this. No, I no, about no. I think, it, I think I, they don't tell you, but they allude to it in the movie. What? The, uh, that city that you saw that like the sand city with the wall. Yeah. All the Harkonnens were there until they got kicked off. So there's nobody living in the city. No, they moved no, in. The Harkonnens they, left. They took yeah, over. Okay. The, the city is where they refine the spice. Right. Yeah. Because I, I would I would have liked to see more detail on that. Because the fact that I didn't kind of know. I, I wish well, they they, they, yeah, I, they did explain it, but it was like brief and like yeah. Right. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking about like a scene in the uh, like yeah. in the like in those city streets and stuff like that. Understood. Understood. Would have like maybe it's, maybe the scene would have fit in with like the Harkonnen leaving and packing yeah. and like just. But then I realized it kind of fits because, like, even though I wanted more detail of the kind of the world and stuff and how it works, uh, it would make sense that we kind of get a uh, uh, get some distance between the actual nitty gritty of the world because that's the same view of the world that Paul would have. He wouldn't have all the details on there because he's kind of he's kind of looking at it this from, from this detached point of view. Yeah. So I was like, all right, so maybe they'll save the details for the second movie where he's like actually on like a part of the world now and stuff like that. So the reason why I want to, uh, you say you don't want the answer from the book, but I feel like it, it's actually going to help is because they obviously have to shorten the story for the movie. And in the, in the book, he studies what the people and everything, how everyth- everything on Arrakis works. And in the movie, it shows him looking at the projector. That's basically the movie saying he's studying Arrakis. So he probably knows, because he even said in the movie that he knows their language and everything and all this. I know their language from the video. Yeah, so he knows basically everything that's uh, available to outsiders. Right. Um, I feel like the movie made it seem like he was, like, researching all that stuff just because of the dreams that he was having. Um. I know well, so I don't know what that's, the movie wanted. That's how the movie made. I know, it I, to me. I, I know the book. He was studying because they were going to Arrakis, and I think he only started the study after they uh, declared they were the going movie, to Arrakis. He, he has the dreams before they know they were going to Arrakis. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, that's how it opens. Oh, it is. I don't yeah. know if he knew if if he because I don't know if he knew it was Arrakis, but he had these visions, and then they they go, "Hey, you're gonna go to Arrakis, buddies," and they go, "We accept." 
yeah. then he was like, oh, what's going on? And then gotcha, he's like, gotcha. and yeah, but then he asked the one dude, he's like, can you take me to Rackers with you? I have these dreams. Oh, okay, actually, actually, because in the in the, one of the opening scenes where he's with his mother eating breakfast or whatever, he says, why bother doing the ceremony if it's already confirmed? So oh, we actually we actually don't know. Right. So we actually don't know. He might have just been studying because he's been planning on going for oh, a while. Because they did say at the beginning they were like already the one he says to the one guy and the guy's like, I am smiling. Yeah. So I feel like they already knew. And he they, was like, yeah. And it was just like at the end, it was like, okay, this is actually happening. It's so I think I think it was it was I a, think they did I, f- I feel like the, the that scene made it seem like they were like oh we don't know if it's actually gonna happen and they showed up they pulled out the scroll he read it and they're like he stamped in he's like so that's it and like it happened like it actually happened like well it, it's ceremonial but it was it was confirmed because the Harkonnens so they left. Mo- their whole planet had to go move there or just the whole army no so that's the what planet. I wanted to say that's what I wanted to say or is the, are they the only ones to live on that planet is well, that Earth is hold, that supposed hold. to be Earth no Han. So that's what I wanted to say. I don't know if this is true, but I think Johnny said something that made me think about it, how it's like... So in in the movie, the, their entire compound got destroyed, but the the Atreides are a gigantic, you know, what, like, group of, like, humans. Like, it's it, like, that's not the... They, they didn't uh, extinguish all the Atreides, so there there will be more, I, I, I think, because there's no way they destroyed all of them just there on that planet. So well, that's a thing. Were they the only? Were they? Because they, like that was the Atreides planet, right? So it was a col- there, it was a colon they were it was an, a colonization. So like it wouldn't make sense for all the planets. Yeah, there's definitely make a sense. whole planet of them still. Yeah, there. Caladan, I think it's called. I think Caladan is their planet. So there's more yes, Atreides. Caladan or there's, was their planet. there's more. Atreides. Or there's more people in their thing that are called different things. Ex- explain that differently. Because um, like. Uh, the emperor was like, "Oh, the Atreides have to go here, and then these guys are getting kicked out." Is it like, are there more Atreides on a different planet? No, they're all. On, uh, or is there another? Oh, uh, the other planets oh. are different people. Well, I know Caladan. There's different parts of the house. I know Caladan. Has, ah, he said house. Nice. I know Caladan has a lot of Atreides. That's where that's where they live. That's where their you know ancestors are buried. Like that's their planet. But I assume, and I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming the Atreides are are like empirical. Um, so they. Have a lot of planets, and they um, they uh, colonize other planets. Okay. However, I don't know the lore, guys. No one get angry at me, but I think the Atreides are honestly a peaceful. We want to we want everyone to thrive kind of place because, see, that's what I really like, liked yeah. about Han Han to me. That's what I really liked about this movie and what about doing is that the family actually wants to be a family. Like it's a fa- it's almost like a family there's movie. No, like that's they, what I'm gonna go that's what so, I'm say. there's no so, like undermining of course nobody not. they love like, each other hate each other and there's nobody trying to deceive each other. Like the, uh-huh. the, so the reason why I was saying that though is because I really Jenna, be- shut up man. Come on. <laughs> shut up. I just don't know where to cut in. So okay. I really think it's cool that they are peaceful and I really believe they're peaceful because when he said in the beginning of the movie we um I don't know what the line was. But he was basically saying we don't say no to people. There's no in need call. Or something. Wait, it was like there's no call. We do not answer. There's no faith. We don't we break betray. or something. There's, yeah. no fa- there's no faith. We don't portray. And then something, something like one yeah. more, one other thing. I think it's that's in the so trailer. Cool. You can pull it up and find it. I just I, said it was there's there no call. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, should, uh, we get the understand. We un- yeah. we get the gist. I think that's so cool. I think they actually are peaceful and they and they want what's best for everyone. But I don't know if that's true because I don't read all the so books. Like, Say there, say there was no movie and like this is like how it was and there was like no backstabbing in the family and all that like that's what makes it so good. There's no like that common theme yes. that every movie yes. the same tropes and dumb shit that all the movies do and just to be with everything else because oh that one did good let's do this again same but pump thought, out the same type of shit. 
I thought with the mom, how she was talking with that, like, weird lady. The, like, the dot witch person. That was, yeah, her, that was like, her mother, right? Or something like yeah. that, like, part of the group she's in. I remember her saying that she was, like, crossing paths of, like, royalty or, like, higher people of society to, like, get that messiah person that they were looking mm. for. So I thought, like, it wasn't really love at first because, like, I heard that. But then, like, I saw them more and I was like, you know what, like, maybe they do love each other and it just happened to happen. Yeah. I did like that you get the sense that Paul's, like, he's, like, this anchor point between all these different paths of what people... Expect of him. Expect. Like, yeah, like, his dad's like, oh, you're going to rule the thing. And then all these people are like, nah, he's going to be the most powerful thing. And then all the people on Iraq is like, nah, he's going to be Jesus and stuff like that. Yeah. He's kind of torn between that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think, I think it's really cool. This movie reminds... The ending of this movie, not as bad, but I remember I remember it's flashback to 2018. I'm seeing Alita Battle Angel in the movie theater. And it's not... It's an okay movie. Like, some of it's weird, but I like Alita as a character. I thought she was a great protagonist. That's what's important, and um, and it gets to about the third, like the 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 end of the second act, where it's like, oh, all goes to shit or whatever. And they have to get, she has to recover, and she she goes back, she's gonna recover, she's gonna go fight the villain who's at Norton, and she's standing there looking at him, and then the movie ends without a third act, like it just stops, and it goes Alita Battle Angel. I remember it being one of the most jarring experiences of my life because I was like, <laughs> I just watched three quarters of a movie. And then with this one, I had a similar feeling, but I was I was expecting it, yeah. so I wasn't that pissed. It does feel like part of a movie, which it is. It's part one. It feels like of a good story. end, though. Like for a movie that's based off a book, and like from what you guys Perfect. said, perfectly done. Like it seems like a good ending and a good way to end it because you're just it. I don't know. It leaves but, you like open, like yeah, there's like he's going it's not on by the way. It's not like a ridiculous cliffhanger where you're like the book. Where you're sitting there, you're like, "What the hell? I gotta wait four years for another movie." There's right. like, you're like, "Okay, I can, I can rest with this. I know what's going on. They're just like safe where they are right now. Everything's so good." You just where well, for you know what? Okay, I really like about the ending though, of how they did this. Not only is it perfect when when, when you're reading the book, it's perfect. Where it's like, "Oh, okay, so I, I know what happens next. That's the perfect place to end it." I think it's also cool how, so when Paul's father died, yeah, and very sad. Which was uh, I, didn't it, I I love that I those scenes. Well, I didn't but, read the book, so I didn't expect that. Oh, okay. So when Paul's father died, and uh, Paul's like, "Oh, now I'm the Duke," he kept saying, "I want to do this. I want to do that." Um, like when he was hiding from the Harkonnens, hunting him, he I'm was like, marry into he, the he, he's like, maybe I should marry." Or then he was like, "Oh, uh, Duncan Idaho, let me let me save you." And then he was like, "You tell him, like he was trying to say like he was being himself, but he wasn't thinking thoroughly." But then at the end. We was like, my father would want to bring peace, that or and, and be here to help these people. That's what I'm gonna do. I was like, that's a great time to end it. He he knows he. So the whole thing where it's like being a leader, you're called to lead. You don't pursue leadership. He was called to lead, and right. I thought that was that's fucking what, perfect. And that's what his dad said. That's what too. his dad said. Yeah, right. it was good. But that's what I like. The problem I had with the ending, like I, obviously I'd rather have it end like this than them trying to cram it into one movie like they did with the David Lynch movie, but. The problem I had with the ending is that it had such a big... The, the scale of it peaked like halfway through, right? You had that giant uh, sequence of the uh, of when the, the compound... The entire city and the compound was destroyed. And the scale and the scope of this movie was done so well mm. and so and done so smart. But then you get to the ending, right? And I would have... Li- if it played out the same way, that would have been fine. But I would have... I think the, the, that, the, the way 
that final fight worked out and the way like, okay, now we're going to walk here. I think it lacked any scale or scope because it kind of felt like, okay, he did this with these five people. Like if they did the same thing, I, I don't know how the book goes, but if they did the same thing, but maybe they found like a siege of Fremen and he did it in there where there was like a couple hundred thousand of them. Well, they did find it. They just didn't enter it yet. Right. But I'm saying if he, if it ended with him killing that guy in front of like a larger group of people, and then it ended. I felt that would have given it some kind of oomph to the end and rather than just like, all right, he's got these five people on his side now and now they're going to go to here. Like if he went somewhere, like if it was an extra 10 minutes long or and he went somewhere with like there was a lot of Fremen and then he killed that guy and they saw it and they're like, oh, so we're going to follow him now. And then it cuts. I thought that would have been a better I ending. I know what you're saying. And I could, I, I could imagine watching that movie and enjoying that. Um, I can't complain well, about the end. Here, here, here's what I think. When watching this movie, I sat there and I, and I thought to myself, I think a lot of people are going to have a hard time liking this movie because no one knows what the fuck is going on. But I was wrong because Jenna fucking loved it, Timmy fucking loved it, and you fucking loved it. Yep. So I'm like, uh, people are just going to like this. Everyone and, and in the then, theater, like, oh, clapped. All the, like the, all the right, older the crowd that like, so, knew the book or knew the old movies, so like, clapped. Everyone was going crazy. I watched the, um, so when I was watching it and I was watching the ending, I actually like the way it ended because I feel like. If we saw one of those big pockets of Fremen, uh, where there's like a ten thousand of them underground or something, I would have felt too safe. Now, as somebody that you know, if if you read the book, you know what's going on. But as someone that, that I guess hasn't read the book, I actually still feel like not I, knowing would be better. The, it's, the it's, ending's fine. I, it's more it's like perfect. a uh, a uh, Empire Strikes Back kind of thing, where it's like who knows what who's because watching not, this movie is like watching two movies in a row. It's not even that big of a cliffhanger, so you're not sitting there like. Pissed off. It's kind of like waiting a, for another movie. Slow. And you're just yeah, but I thought you're if it had, like, a, I thought if it had a definitive cliffhanger, I thought that would have been a better, see, e- better I, ending. Because the way the way it ends here, we don't. I know like what, the ending, right? We but don't I know when it, the next movie's coming out. That's the thing. So well, you don't know we, when you're getting the next story. When you're yeah, gonna, which is like, what, that's what I'm saying. Because if you have an, if you have another, if you know you have another movie coming out, I think the ending kind of just like peters off and it's kind of underwhelming. If you had it end basically saying the same thing and, and communicating, the, communicating the same message in the final scene, but just done on a on, with more of a punch or a bigger scale, I, I thought next, that would have been better. I just hope the next movie picks up right here and doesn't like try to jump ahead like two years. I don't think it will. Right. I don't think it will. It better I, not. I know what you're saying, Johnny, because I, I think... I don't mind that it's like three quarters yeah, no, of a movie. I get, I, 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 the way you explained how it peters off, I was going to describe it as a it's, a, it's a... it's a slow, relaxing breath. Like It's like... <sighs> Like, where it's like, okay, everyone's safe. We got a game plan. Who knows what's going to happen? But there's like, it, it peters off. Like, I, I agree with you. But I actually like it about that. That's just my opinion. Right. I, I, I think that actually helped it. Um, I don't know, though. But this this was, the, we, we started like eight, eight minutes in, so we got time. I, I thought this was such a good movie, guys. I mean... And it was, what, 2 hours and 30, 32 minutes? 2 hours, 35. 35 minutes? I remember... Which is, the the, the, the David Lynch one was 2.17. Oh, wow. I didn't feel like it was even that long, though. Like, I felt like it just went by... Like, maybe in the beginning, I was like, oh, like, you're just, like, getting, like... You're trying to put things together and everything. But, like, once you started to get, like, immersed in the movie, it, like, flew by. I was like, that right. was, like it's over? I was like, really? Yeah, like actually watching the movie, I didn't like the experience of watching a movie. I didn't felt like it. I didn't feel like it dragged at all. But the knowledge I had of knowing, like, wait a minute, so we're about because once we were once we were about eighty percent into the movie, 
I'm like, all right, so we're like halfway through the story. And I'm like, so how much fucking longer is movie? Are we only yeah. like an hour in? I... That was the only reason why, because the, the way the story was. Oh, was, yeah, I was like wondering. I was like, I'm right. like, there's but so it, much. I'm like, so, so I looked at my phone. I was like, we still got an hour and 20 left. Right. Yeah. So it, like, didn't, it didn't feel long <laughs> like, based oh off of the God. experience of watching a movie. It just felt long based off where we were in the story. But. I just kind of sat there the whole movie. I was just like. Oh, just wait, can I it. say? Except I, for when Tim said, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew what happened. Timmy breathed in his spit and was choking to death. Hold on, when we were watching the movie, I'm the shortest kid amongst my, my every friend I've ever met, I'm the shortest. And somehow, you know, I there's a guy who had to have been like 6'4", you know, just and si- he had a beanie on. <laughs> sitting in front of me with a beanie on. Uh, four inches and sticking I, up. If you're watching the this podcast right now, not just listening to it, I, I had to sway from side to side <laughs> to read the subtitles and to see action scenes happen. And like, I was like over in, in, in Timmy's seat. I was over in Johnny's seat trying to watch the fucking movie and I couldn't read. It, w- it was actually exhausting. So I'd say about a quarter and a quarter of a quarter. So not a third and not a quarter, uh, somewhere in the middle Oh, the screen was blocked because of that guy's head. Oh, speaking it's of action fights, though, I think that was, like, they were just, like, perfectly timed. They yeah. Were, like, well-placed, not too long, as long as they should have been. It was good. What were you going to say, Jenna? Oh, well, you had the tall guy. I had the guy next to me that kept rubbing his fingers together. Like, you know how it makes that, like, noise? He was doing that the entire time, like, in my ear because he was sitting like this for some Why was he doing that? I don't know. I had and no armrest the whole time. You're just leaning like this. Yeah, because I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> See, now I'm glad I'm I bought so that mad. ticket because I had the tall guy to the left just away from the screen and then some other tall guy here, but the guy in front of me. Was a, all, I think it was a girl. He was all, no, it wasn't. He was all slumped down, so I, I had a perfect view of the screen. And the guy next to me, it was funny because the guy next to me had a mask on, and when Tim started coughing, the guy kept going like, <laughs> like that. He was like freaking the fuck out. And then, but his watch kept going off too, and I literally showed what? him how to put the, the watch on watches. silent. I literally went here, silent, because it just kept binging. And he's like, "It's my watch." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's your phone, so put it on silent." Did he? There's a movie mode. Yeah, he did. What? There's literally a movie. They should mode. do a thing where they automatically put the phones onto like silent. Well, that's you walk kind of dangerous. No, it's not. I don't care. No, you no. Can't what? Do it on I don't care about no, people's no, no. rights. I'm tired of it. If I buy a ticket and I like use my iCloud email. I'll get a notification like an hour before the movie. It's like, are you ready to watch a movie? That's then, yeah, then, when the movie then when the movie starts, it goes, would you like to put your phone into... Um, do not disturb. Do not disturb into, for the duration of the movie. It's like and it, No, it's like uh, two hours, and it'll do 10 minutes over the movie. So it said, would you like to put your phone in the for two hours, 45 minutes? Even though I didn't buy the tickets this time, it somehow knew. That's weird. It knew. That's weird. Something I didn't like... Okay, talking about like actors and actresses, I, I don't like Zendaya. Thank you. I don't like, like every character that Zendaya has played so far. She's like the snobby. Like I'm she wasn't better even than snobby. You. She didn't even do anything. No, in the she movie. was though. Like in the fighting scene, <laughs> she had scene. like five. I know five. she. They made her like really big in the trailer, but she wasn't that big in this movie. At least I feel like she's gonna become bigger in the next one yeah. and like have more like scenes and lines and everything. But I don't know. I just she's just like always that snobby. I'm better than you. Just. Ugh, whatever. I mean, and that's just a, like, that's a character. It's not her fault. I know, but I just don't. Like, that's the character like, that she plays. I don't like how she does it. I don't know. That's just me. Um, I think Jenna hates women. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, 
the blue eyes made her more attractive. When I when I, I was speaking I about don't think so. Uh, I, I love blue eyes. So. Speaking well, those are unnatural like, blue I'd eyes. Still, I was just like <laughs> her. The whites of her eyes <laughs> yeah, are blue. Fucking whites of her eyes are blue. Anything <laughs> counts. Well, I when when I I think the, for the Lynch movie about the blue eyes, the editing in the blue eyes was took was so hard for them because it, what year was the movie that it took them like the editing process. I I, I think this is true. I, I can't remember if I read this or watched this somewhere, but someone was talking about it. Where it take them took them like weeks longer just to get each individual eye made blue for each frame. Like, frame by frame, they had to make them blue. And now I think I think in this one, I saw something a while ago. They wore, like, partial contacts. Mm. So, like, Those part of it was sucked. blue. Well, I mean, they're, like, the super high-quality ones that don't hurt. Can you imagine being the editor, though? That's the frame by frame, make oh every person's God. eyes blue. And there were groups of people in, in the old Can you imagine movie? just, like, the, the amount of time it just takes to just edit and add the CGI to movies to begin with? Yeah. Like, make it... Pre- like, that's insane. Yeah. Oh, you know something I said last night to you guys? How, and I say this pretty often. Well, not pretty often, but I say, like, this about movies for, like, a generational thing. Where it's, like, people in the 70s, you know, they had Star Wars. That was, that, that movie defined a generation, huh? They had had Star Wars. Then there was, uh, there was uh, Lord of the Rings. Didn't define a generation, but it was huge. It was amazing. Um, There was Marvel, but I don't really count Marvel as a generational thing because that's more of a, it's like, hey, how many candy bars can we fit in one person's like pocket? I like, it's just that many movies, huh? And then, but Dune. I don't think it's gonna be like. I think well, it's. Let go- him finish the thought. Yeah, I think it's going to be, like, when it, when I'm in my 40s and I and I look at my like you know 17 year old son and be like, that was the movie that like me and all my friends saw, and he's like, Dad, I can't believe you saw this in the theaters. Oh my god, oh, like yeah. this is a generational <laughs> yeah. thing. I think that's it could be it could become it, that. I don't think it's 100%. gonna be considered. Gener- like generational in that aspect, like Star Wars was like where Star Wars was like super widely accepted and everything. I think like with today's atmosphere, and everything. it wasn't widely accepted. I mean, Star Wars, I feel not like by the old crowd. I just feel like just with today's atmosphere, it's just gonna be it's gonna be we're gonna know it as our Star Wars release, like our mega movie franchise. That's yeah. like not Marvel, not the big comic movies and stuff. Well, I think I, that's what it's going to be for us. I want to open up what I, I just said. When Star Wars came out, it wasn't like a, a, a big thing for everyone. I know it wasn't widely accepted uh-huh. because, of like, because it wasn't a big thing for everybody because it was it was new, whereas Dune has so much history with books that like people in their uh you know 50s and 60s and people that are in their teens well, are all going to want to watch this. Like everyone at the end of the you movie know? that lo- was like clapping. So like, it's, this is a big deal. Well, also, Dune's the, the inspiration behind like every sci-fi movie. This, yeah. is, yeah. this is a big like, deal. It was basically like the first sci-fi like, it's a, It was no. one of the first no. ma- no. it was one of like the first no. major sci-fi book. <laughs> like it influenced Star Wars. You know what's crazy? The the first sci-fi book ever written was like hundreds of years ago and was and I can't remember what it's called, but it was about Spider aliens coming down from space and like eating people. It's like super old. What, no, but wasn't I'm pretty sure like it wasn't doing like one of like the most like defining sci-fi ones. Like it. Oh like no! One the, this is like a one big of the deal. Most, it's one of the biggest like foundations yes. for major sci-fi today. This is a big I think it's big the, deal. Probably the most like in it's terms one of, of like books. the most. It was at wasn't it, like one of the most like widely accepted sci-fi books. It, and it's stuff the, at the I keep saying it's a big deal. So and many people bought it. So many people read it. So many people are fans of it. Like. Everyone, well, not everyone, but most, and anyone that knows anything about science fiction it's knows heard about Dune. Dune. Like, or read it. I like, the, like, before they were making, when they started making this movie, the director was like, this is going to be like a new Star Wars. Like mm. He said Star Wars for adults. That's I what would, Lynch said. I would, did he? Well, Lynch didn't say, but they said that about Lynch's movie. 
Oh, really? At the time? Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, dude, that movie, man, if you watch that, that's a completely incoherent movie. You have no clue what's going on in that entire movie. But uh, this one, I, I don't think it's going to be like a Star Wars type thing, but I do hope it's a, it's a, I don't hope it turns into Star Wars where it's like, oh, let's have a Duncan Idaho TV series on HBO Max. I'm like, what yeah. the, don't do that. <laughs> just, do, yeah, just do the, just do part two. And if that's good, just keep doing the books until nobody gives a shit anymore. Like, yeah. But I, I like that it, we have a chance at having this. As, I would like to see this as like a popular franchise. Yeah. Um, I think the second will probably but make more money. Stick if they with made following it. the books and don't just go off onto like some random tangent and do some dumb shit. Yeah. Can I give a, a little piece of trivia? Yeah, absolutely. The David Lynch one, right? Yeah. That was a movie that they made. They took David Lynch took the book when he was writing that script and crunched it down as much as he could, and so that it was like the complete bare bones of the story. Where at the point it felt like a montage of the like of the entire book. Basically, it was like okay, boom, 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 boom. This is the time we did this, and then we go here, and then this happens. Right? They just gloss over everything. It's completely incoherent. So. They had to make it short enough to make a movie out of it, but that cost the entire quality of the movie. Uh, there was a, uh, a director called Alejandro Jodorowsky. I don't know. I don't know his pro- movies that well, but I know who he is. Uh, Charlotte Rampling, who was the the, mo- the 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 lady who was like, "Put your hand in the box." In this movie, she was originally uh, offered to play, or she wanted to play Lady Jessica in his version of the movie that they were wow. making, and. There was going to be a scene that involved two thousand extras all pooping at once. Oh my god! And this movie, that. it was going to be like a fourteen-hour movie. He said, but it was so. In order to successfully portray uh, in, in film, they had to make it at a length where it would be impossible to film, or they can film it and make it completely incoherent. And I think Denis Villeneuve has found a good medium where it's like, all right, we'll make it two movies. That are really yeah, well, I wanted to say that that we have to make sure people that don't know. When the Lynch movie came out, everyone said, like, decades after, like, that should have been more than one movie. This is the first half of the entire book, this movie, and it's almost three hours long. Um, Apparently not even the whole, the, uh, the first half. I, 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 tried to, I tried to skim through the book and, and find that part. I want to look up what, like, chapter it ends on, because I'd like to actually pick back up from there and just, you know, go with it. But that's why the Lynch was so. As I never saw it, but why it, I, I imagine it was so bad because of everything you just said. They had to condense it when it should have been multiple movies. Can you? So uh, that being said, think about how much content is going to come out of all these books. You know, how many movies do you want? I, I don't think I can answer that until I see the second Six. one. Six. Until I see the second one, I can't. I don't think I can answer that. Thirty-six. Well, all right, Six all right. You, nice. know, you would know more about it than me. Going off like your research you did on Dune. Uh huh. Um. How do the books fare in popularity? Do they teeter off? Uh, I I don't think I could. Do they get to that. the point where they're just written to be written for money? I don't think I could answer that, but I'm I'm going to assume I'm going to guess the first that three or four he, have the, the author has only ever written I think twenty five books in total. So I don't put time I, yeah I don't think he wrote this for like oh I got to bust out another a, one. He wrote it because he enjoyed the. I think it. he had a story to tell. Okay. I think he had a story to tell. All right. So if they follow the books and they just keep making the movies and they just stick to it like they did now, yeah, this could be a ten I would, movie franchise that does good. Yes, I would love to ask uh, what's his name Frank Herbert if he was still alive, what he thought about this. That would be. A, I, I would feel like really want to know. I feel like he'd like because they I mean, say if he, if he, if he you, lived in the '60s, right? Mm-hmm. If he saw this movie, 
his he'd have to go to a psychiatric hospital. Yeah. He's like, holy shit. My, well, my what? dad lived How did you 60s. do this? I, but it's What's like, going on? People say, people say that Tolkien would hate the Lord of the Rings movies. Ah, uh, who cares? So I want to know what he would think about Dune, which we're all saying is amazing. He'd probably I want to know. It's pretty neat, even though I have no knowledge of this guy whatsoever. <laughs> I've only seen I one I mean, if you guys are saying it's, if Mark's saying it's like perfect to the book, as, as, I feel like as, he'd as, like as, it. As, as, but keep as in accurate mind, as you can adapt it. Yeah, because I I'm like I, I like I said I I, I like forced myself to finish the book because I didn't like it. So like as as far as I can tell, it did a really good job, and I'm very excited to see what they do. And I'm gonna watch it again. What I think would be cool in terms of how long it should go for. Obviously, they keep making money. I don't know because everybody's like because the the one thing you, the first thing you go to is like well a trilogy. That's how you do movies, you know. But I, even though I have not read any of the books, I don't know anything about anything in terms of this. I think like a cool, like almost like a six-part miniseries, but it's like movies would be pretty cool. So six parts of three hours. Just movies. however much. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, isn't that what they normally do now with big big uh, franchises? I think Johnny's over-explaining. No, they just did miniseries or like what an about hour. like Harry Potter? Oh, no, I'd want that's, Well, that's those are movies. I'd want yeah. it to be longer. I like long form. What do you mean? I, 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 no, that's what I'm saying. I said a six-part miniseries, but with movies. So okay. they're each like two and a half hours, so three yeah, hours. So, a uh, six-part series? Yeah, it's like yeah. like everything else that's a franchise. So six books? Like 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 Marvel, Harry Potter. Well, Marvel, no, but Harry Potter, yes. Don't include I Marvel. I did agree. You know Marvel's I mean. not the same as adapting books to well, You Harry know Potter. what I mean. Um, Marvel, I Marvel has destroyed box office number repre- representations like... What you think of like a movie should make, and you just you see that oh they only made like thirty million this weekend when that's like really good for it, but then you look at a Marvel movie oh they made one hundred twenty five million opening weekend you're like yeah I understand what you're saying yeah I feel like like going off the Marvel thing Marvel movies have just ruined so, box office and movie budget like how how you comprehend well them. they have ballooned the budget because the higher because the higher uh movie budgets go the the more the more the tickets prices increase yeah, some of that's due to inflation but it's mostly to the box but office still though like you'll see this movie 160 million and you know, I and like just from seeing the Marvel numbers like with uh Endgame and right. a- Infinity War and like those like last two movies was like a billion dollars just for the two movies right and, and then you go to this movie 160 million and they produce like this masterpiece and then you go into it and you're like, oh, 160 million is a lot for a movie. Right. But that's but also, like, if you look at uh, in 1976, right, I don't mind, like, sequels to franchises and stuff, so it's not like I'm saying this is, like, a necessarily bad thing, but it has some negative consequences. Um, if you look at 1976, right, if you look at the top highest grossing movie, the top 20 highest grossing movies in the U.S. that year, uh, two of them were part of a franchise or sequels, right? Um, or, re- or reboots, or, or you would say. So... Uh, so two of them out of, and then the other 18 were just original movies that came out that year. And I think it was, uh, 2019, the numbers reversed where it was out of, out of 20, uh, top grossing movies, only like three or four of them were original movies. And I think I included Joker, even though it was a franchise movie, because the Joker is sort of like an original movie type thing, just has like a Joker name on it. But all the rest were sequels and reboots and, and Marvel movies and stuff like that. And I think there is something where you lose a diversity of of uh, of ideas and tones to movies and messages and stuff like that, where they're all, they, you know, the Marvel movies are good. I like them, but they're all corporatized and Yeah, no, and I, I, like get, and like, I think I like it, them you lose for individuality what, between I, the movies. I like them for what they are and stuff. But like I said, though, I think them having, like, the 
most articles pushed out, the most news stories about it pushed out, right. it destroys like your your thought process on like how much a movie yeah. actually costs. Like 160 million, you go okay. In the real aspect of it, that's a lot. Of, that's a decent amount of money for a movie. That's a decent so, budget. But then you look at an average Marvel movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. a quarter of a billion dollars for every single movie they produce. Right. Whether it be well, Shang Chi was, I think, 150. Well, can because well, that's that's now they're on the they're not in that big um, Avengers phase anymore. Right. I do want to uh, go back a little bit because we were so we're so engulfed in the idea of how amazing this movie is, just like on a grand scheme. I want to talk about some of the little things. Like I want to talk about like you know the costumes they use, the weapons they use. I want to talk like I'm okay with this being a longer podcast because this is a long movie, man. It's so like, good. let's Can talk I have about a question. If yeah. you guys are saying it was cool that they didn't use guns and stuff like yeah. Why didn't they just use that little blue laser for everything? Yeah, that was weird, right? Yeah, I feel like they they have these things and they have this laser that cuts through everything. Yeah, hold that thought. I gotta use the bathroom. Just, you, uh, you gotta cut ba- real quick, dude. You just cut. Yeah, you want to pause no, for a sec? Well, can I say? Can yeah, I yeah, this yeah, thought? yeah, yeah. If you sit with your, if you're, uh, what's his name, Gurney, and you're running, and you see all those guys out there, take out a little blue laser and go zoop, and yeah. they all get cut in yeah, half. Yeah, how big? Easy. How big? Like he was probably holding, loses that thing the was potency. Huge. Huh? That thing was huge. Probably a battery. And just then the, the other, the other one was literally from the fucking spaceship. Well, still, why don't you just have a bunch of those? I mean, yeah. All right, go to the battle right, and we'll okay, talk right, about weapons right, and shit. Right. So Mark said, he goes, I want to focus on the little things. And he goes, so let's talk about the giant battle sequence. Well, the no. The largest I mean, thing like, that happens in the movie. Well, okay, let's, with, with the battle sequence, though, I like, like, some movies, like sci-fi movies, focus way too much on, like, the spacecraft and everything else, like, the technology, and they don't, like, give you the story. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is just perfect. Like, they did the battle scene, everything happened, and then it was just over. Like, yeah. it was great for what, it, it was great. Duncan Idaho though is the man. Duncan Idaho was the man. What were the those? uh, I liked how dragonfly ships. You idiot! Which one? What did I say? Said dragonfly. Are you kidding me? You actually wrote that down? Yes. Those things are awesome. Yeah, they were really cool. Just throw at me a clip. I can't believe. Fuck you, Johnny. Played you like a fuck you. Look in the book. You played me like a book. You played me like a book. You played me like a book. book. You you idiot. Hey, Mark, what do you think about this movie? Well, that's funny because in the book, (laughs) fucking talk about the movie. Shut up, bro. No, you're all right. You're a good man. Don't don't insult me and then with you're all right. That makes it better. So I I like the battle scene. Oh my gosh, that was too much. (sighs) I like the battle scene because. I like how they showed how they used their weaponry against their defense. I like the anti-air air weapons. I liked how they had those those very isolated and concealed bombs that it only destroyed what it landed on. Yeah. I like how it um it showed them sl- the bombs would slow down so it could break through the shields uh whatever. Or was like, it was it slowing down or was it that the shield was slowing? I, actually, down? I, I, I think, actually that, I think the I shield actually. caught it and it like Force and those grow. are either really awesome bombs or really shitty shields. Yeah, like I was the whole point. I was like, well, the if the shield doesn't, the shield really doesn't do that much. Well, they did, you know, here's here's the thing with the shield though and everything. Johnny said shield. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> not gonna say anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you lose your thought, Tim. <laughs> no. Uh, with the shield, they did say earlier in the movie they left him like with uh, broken down equipment and everything. So the yeah, shield, true. So they didn't say if they brought the shield equipment or if they're the old shields and everything was broken down and destroyed. Because when they left, they destroyed what they could and left what they need, left what they could. Can I ask Mark something? Because uh, in this movie, it while there was one part of the movie that felt like it was. 
cut down a little bit in order to just like, all right, let's get to the next part. Is when they go out on that, when they go out on that, like that survey of the whole thing, like, oh, hey, when hey. they're walking around, the father, the son, and mother. No, no, no. When they go out on the ship, on the ship with that lady, and she's explaining oh. how they mine and stuff like that. Yeah. And like one thing with the ship goes wrong, and uh, like the whole that also also that that scene, man, with when you first see the worm and like the ship breaks down, they have to get out and. What did I say? Worm. That's a good one. Well, you, you guys picked easy words. I picked hard words, man. Okay, well, it's also been like over an hour, so it's not easy words. So, but, but the, the big sandworm comes and like they have to run away. What? Sandworm. Oh, my God. <laughs> that doesn't, does it count? It counts. It's a different. It counts as a phrase, though. No, that's a two-word phrase. or three words. He said sandworm. Yeah, but if I already said one of the words. Take it sparingly. Add, add half the I'm going to take a full shot anyway. Okay. So... What do you, what was your question? What, what was your question? So the fucking scene. I'm trying to get past this. The scene where they 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 their the thing breaks on one of the like the hooks on the you thing to take away the saying, yeah huh? yeah. Huh? Continue. Can Hold I on. fucking? Finish? What are you talking Come about? On, continue. And the the sandworm comes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh shit, we gotta get out of here. And they get out of there. It's an awesome scene. And you see this. You see the scale of that scene is amazing, right? But then. Uh, then uh, uh, Duke Atreides is like they left us here. They knew we were gonna fail. It's like that's a good revelation. Like the fact, like it's a good plot point. Like oh, they sent us here to so we would fail and fuck up and stuff like that. I, that was good, but it kind of felt like that. That part, like, was there more in the book that was like kind of cut out? Because it felt like that one event. I don't think was. I, I, see, I don't think I that, see what you that, mean. Yeah, the, that the one event wasn't the transition from that event to the next event was right. a little. Like little wonky. Right, that one event wasn't good enough to represent that entire. it wasn't. It wasn't good enough to represent that entire change in opinion. There. All I can remember was that that scene where they're in the ship. That scene took way longer in the book. And it wasn't even for... Wait, which one? The scene I was just talking about? Yeah, where the... If if I can remember correctly... (laughs) You gotta take another one. Yo, chill out, bro. The the scene where they're all um, in the ship together, flying around, that definitely took long. So I remember reading the book feeling like I was sitting in this one scene for such a long time. I'm like, oh my god, can this be done already? Um, But I can't answer too accurately because I'm not too sure. But I imagine, yeah. Like I said, listen, I I, I pushed through this book because I was being stubborn and I had to finish it. I'm going to have to read it again, but as far as I know, I, I do think your assumption I mean, just, is correct. Just because it took longer in the book, from what you're saying, doesn't mean there was more to it. Like, it could have just been, that's the only no, way think, to condense it. I think they made it uh, more dense in the book. Like, I think they explained it a little bit more. And I think, like, there was more, like, in, in the book. Oh, okay. You, okay. You so could, there was more detail. Well, okay. In the book, yeah, you could hear the character's thoughts. You can, uh, you know, like, things a little bit more deep, deeply. Like even if they just had a conversation about it, but it was him that made that thing. Yeah. Like, oh, they sent us here. Like there wasn't even a slight conversation of her going, "Well, you know, we don't. We have shitty gear and stuff." And you know, well, we no, she kind of she did say, "Well, it was old." She, after, it was yeah, quick. after he, but after. Oh, I okay. think. yeah, it was. You're right. You're right. It was after. So, what do you guys think about uh, their technology, though? At like as a whole, like, all, like I'm fine with it. Like it's yeah. just it's. You gotta. You can't come into it being like, oh, futuristic, and your mindset of futuristic. Like, our mindset mm-hmm. of futuristic is different than his mindset of futuristic when he uh, wrote the book. And, like, it, the way he wrote it, he wrote it in a different type of futuristic. It's not like he wrote it as what he thought the future was going to be. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Um, Can I ask a question? Yeah. 
Is this supposed to be like, are we following humans that came from Earth, or is this just like, oh, humans, but they're just saying that because, like, they said what, the year 10... It's 10,902 or something. But you never see, they never talk about Earth or anything. So is this in a universe where the year... Because the point of having the year 10,000 or whatever is have is some yeah. reference to our world that we live in. Otherwise, it would just be whatever. Like, Star Wars, it never gives a year. Well, it, doesn't it literally says it's in a different galaxy, Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. So it's totally, it has nothing to do with Earth. But this, I, I, I expect it does. I don't know for sure. Um, I don't know if it's ever explicitly said in the book, because why would it if it's not really integral to the story? Yeah. But I, I, I'd imagine it would because of that year thing. Yeah, and, okay. So. And also they said human, like you're humans, and we've yeah, been, we've been they, creating special humans for generations and generations. Right. But they also just say that in movies where there's aliens, just like, well, I'm only yeah. human, you know? But. I want, like, the, what is the emperor and, like, their people? Like, they were, like, completely... Different, like they had black eyes. So like. the ben, the Ben Gazer or Gazai, I can't remember how to pronounce. It. I think it's Gazer. Um, I think that's who a lot of them are, and that's what one of the mothers. Wait, uh, the Baron is not the Emperor. The Baron is not the Emperor. No, okay. the Baron. Do we ever see the actual Emperor in this I don't movie? Hold so. on. So the Ben Gazer is, I think, who the Emperor is with or something. Hey, listen, guys, I'm fucking this up really big. But in that ship that came down. Uh, that woman that was wearing all black that made Paul put his hand in, in that thing, she's part of the Ben Gazert who um they have for they are very they they rely on a lot of politics. Like they they run them they are like politi- they run the politics. They are political the they are political Shadows. leaders, right? And they were they've been trying to basically build, like you said before, Jenna, a messiah to be able to I wouldn't say they're political hon, leaders. Hon. I feel like they man- they manipulate the politics N- from behind. Uh huh. They they literally say they're they're they've been trying to build someone who can do do everything like they, they want. They also say hold they on, do. Tim. Oh my gosh, they're so they're trying. They they've been trying to build a Paul, right? It even says and it says it in the book though. It says that it's it is said that um a man will eventually be able to do what because they only want women, and I don't remember why they only want women, but the, their prophecy whatever says. That there will be a man that's going to be able to see and do and feel what uh, a female cannot, and it's because I think a man connects better to whatever their like spirituality is or whatever. Like you know, they have the voice and they can do those things. So okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Um, so they want someone that that is part of all. Like Johnny was saying, he has he's connected to all these different groups because he will finish and build out a better future. So the Ben Gazer. They have been trying to build a Paul, and I think that's who was with all the emperor people and stuff. And like Timmy was saying, they are changing the politics from uh, the other side. So it, like it's basically it's a, they're the Palpatine of. But Dune. we don't we don't actually see the emperor because the other guy is the leader of the people that were originally on Dune or the Arrakis. Arrakis. And uh, it's so called yeah, Planet we, Dune. Yeah, that's actually it's actually <laughs> the Nick in the in the book. Uh, they call Arrakis Dune. Okay, yeah. They call it Dune the Desert Planet. Yeah. So it's, it's just a nickname for it. about with the box? I felt like the scene where he put his hand in the box, like when he like was in pain, and then all of a sudden he just like looked her in the eye. Yeah. And the like, music. The, yeah, that's what like, it literally gave me chills. I was like, oh my God, that's really I was good. sitting there, I'm like, oh God, oh God, what's going on? Yeah. What's going to happen? And it just came out like fine. I was like, I wonder like what that was and like how why they, well, no, so, we figured out why they used it. Yeah, yeah, okay. What were the... The, the 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 soldiers that that the uh, the Harkonnens got to help with the that when them take down a house of Trades, who were, what was their name? Okay, ask that again. 
the soldiers that they got that the Harkonnens got the battalions from to help with destroying oh, the Atreides. I don't know. The w- w- the white the guys the soldiers. White suits, yeah. yeah, I don't know. When they were in the desert, right, and they're in that that eco ecological oh, thing, yeah. and you just see them slowly come down like this, like they're not even standing. Like yeah. they're going like. Yeah, it's because they're <laughs> on strings. The coolest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also because they're literally on strings. No, no, but the, no, I thought that was like the pose that they had. Yeah, as they, they, were they did have down. a pose. They were like, it yeah. was awesome. I loved how the, 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 fr- the Fremen just pop out of the sand. And yeah, that so was good. so they, they, cool. They heard them and they would just immediately like hid under the sand and then pop out. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. to learn like more about them, like how it's they so can cool. just like be in the sand. It's so see. cool. See, that's what I would have liked if, it, if we saw more of them at the end. Well, well what, we're going to see. Next movie's we're going to see so yeah, but I'm much saying, of them in the next like, movie. That's, what, that's the thing. Like, I, I needed something to cap off the ending. That's, no, but why? Like I said, why show you that when, like, the next movie's whole point, or, like, the beginning of the next movie's whole point is them, like, getting introduced to the Furman's, like, uh, I, civilization, and they're, like, uh, I have a question. underground and all that. Yeah, but I don't think seeing a bunch of them is the same as learning their civilization. Like, well, that's what I think that in the beginning it's going to go through, like, quickly go through their cult, or at least I'd hope they go through some of the stuff. Yeah, but the, that, the, the whole thing I'm arguing is that instead of, if you're going to, because... Even though this is part one of a story, it still is a movie on its own, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think having that, like, it, let's say, let's say, I don't know how it happens in the book. Let's say five minutes later, they finally get in one of those sieges or whatever. They see like a hundred thousand of the uh, the Fremen, right? And you see, they go in and they have like a fight battle, and they and you see that, and it, and a, a lot of people see that. It would add some kind of scale of it would it would broaden the scale of the consequences of that knife fight we just saw to that of okay, the well. Now a super large portion of the population uh, uh, knows who Paul Atreides is and saw him take down this guy. And then you see the actual true population of people. In the, what's that? Oh. Um, I think that had, would have had a better cap off in the Aww. movie, like I said I earlier. Really just, than just a... Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I just realized they were all off, yeah, except for mine. The mic lights were off. Um, I have a question. Is this going to be... Is this a two-part series for this first movie or a three-part? Three uh, he said it's going to be one of two movies. Okay, cool. Okay. Because I could actually see... Like, you know, what's that... What, you know how um, Avengers Endgame, was, the majority of it was the entire battle scene? Like, that was like 40 minutes of battle scene. Like, it was yeah. forever. I would actually... I could, I could realistically see them do a second movie and then a 30... Uh, then a a second a third movie that's only like an hour long, but it's just like the the guy ah. the battle. The third movie is just it, it's just a post credit scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, guys, we should probably end this because we've been going for a while. Um, yeah. Let's do let's do final thoughts, you know, I, and then we'll go into Johnny's movie recommendation. No complaint. It was I was blown away. I went in with no expectations. Like, am I gonna like this? And like, eh, I don't know what this is really about. Whatever. I was like. It's just a movie I'm just going to see to hang out with my friends. And now I'm just like, I'm hooked. Nice. I'm, I'm going to go see it again tomorrow. <laughs> Got the books. Beautiful, Timmy. You're I never going to read them. Never, ever. I, I, I'm going. I'll, I'll read them. Johnny, final thoughts? I'm going to give the most. I've seen. This is every review I've seen on YouTube of Dune. Ready? Especially this one guy. I never knew a sci-fi movie can be done with such grand, such grand scale with, and done with such majesty. Wow, what a movie. <laughs> Jenna? That's not my actual thoughts. Oh, that's okay, just, never mind. That's, never mind. that's a mimicking of like things I've seen on you. I saw that video. The guy goes, he goes, he's like outside the theater with his wife filming him. And like people are walking by watching this guy go with such majesty. And I'm like, off. Like, I didn't. I, well, when yeah. I was in the ba- when I was in the, going to the bathroom, I was walking out. There's a bunch of guys that walked in and they were like, I can't even, can't even um, grasp the 
majesty I just saw, like, what the hell? And I'm just like, like it's true. Girls have a great majesty, but just like saying it the way he did, such a majesty. <laughs> Fuck you. So, what's your real final thought? Huh? What's your real final thought? Uh, I thought it was a great movie that I admired for, uh, for exploring the like I said earlier for exploring the line between art house an art house movie and a block accessible blockbuster. Jenna. I really did enjoy this movie. I was fully, it was fully immersive. I felt like I was like on the planet with them and I just, it was amazing. I'm just speechless. I'm glad to be able to be introduced into a new, like hopefully it continues. Yeah. It's most like, like obviously. It's like 95% chance it will. But I'm like so happy that there's an actual like trilogy or more of new movies of a new, like, um, yeah. That we're just story. waiting for. Like, we ha- like, I can't believe there's still another one exists out yeah. there. A new story. Like, the, like, it's a new story. It's not something already built upon. I'm just happy, so happy that there's something I get to see for the first time, and there's nothing, like, compared to it around. So, I, I just want to, for me, acting was amazing. I, the, the you know, visually amazing. Uh, the story, phenomenal. Uh, I, I, I'm, like, I'm angry that I'm like displeased with it, you know, and just that, that one, one, the one scene that really makes me like, oh, I really like this movie is when the father died. I was like, that this is a, this is really yeah. good. So guys, oh, how he was laying, on yeah, he was just chair. laying there, and they we didn't even talk about like wh- how they. Well, got I know. Portrayed. Well, I was I was gonna say say something like the like, doctor portrayed like, his that, wife's I life. Knew that. I well, knew listen, that. if anyone's still listening, there's so much to say about <laughs> this movie, um, and that's why this is a longer than usual screenshots episode, and you really need to go. Listen, I don't, I don't give a shit. If you want to watch on HBO, watch on HBO. But fucking watch. Yeah, but the, you can watch on HBO, but don't. Hon. Yeah. <laughs> Just God, don't. Shut up. It's not worth it. Watch this movie. There's so much that we want to talk about that we can talk about, We don't, but we don't have enough time. And it just goes on forever and ever and ever. The the amount of things that we can come up with. One more second. So please, please watch this movie, um, and you'll understand how hard it is for us to succinctly explain to you how we feel about it. Johnny, what? I forgot what I was gonna say. Okay, Johnny. no, wait, hold on, no. Oh yeah, so okay, so this is the first time Mark was going to see a movie in IMAX, right? So he sees the movie in IMAX, and he's like, "Wow, what a movie! Just wow, how you know?" <laughs> and and he goes. Like yo, I don't, I don't, I don't like IMAX, and I go why? Because because that guy, I couldn't see the no. It's claustrophobic. I'm like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hey, hey. Was claustro- just I because was some jackass was wearing a tall hat in front of you doesn't mean IMAX was the that's problem. A, that's the only problem with IMAX. Though, like they make the theater bigger, but then they stuff. Twice. But there's nothing special about it. They though. stuffed. Yes, there twice. is. You're seeing more footage. No, no, no. No, hold on, no. I didn't see a difference between or, or that and lar- like regular AMC. More footage no, or it's a larger... It's a larger screen. It's a larger format. The screen is bigger, right? But I'm not seeing but more footage. You, it's you are. So You, you are. There's no, less on, cut out. Let me, let me explain it. Let me explain it. Let me explain it. So let's say this. the aspect ratio of this is like 190. Okay. 1 to 9. So that's 191 is the is the, the aspect ratio. Okay. But with a... Uh, let's say the movie was filmed in 235 where it has the black bars on the top and bottom. You'd only be seeing this much of the movie. So if you saw it in regular, you wouldn't be able to see Dune Messiah here. You would cut off right here. There, is, there is a cutoff. There's certain yeah, parts. So you're you actually won't seeing twenty five percent more footage. What I meant when I said footage, I meant like like it's still the same amount it's of the time. Same, it's the same cut of the movie, but there's still there's stuff you're not seeing. It's the sound. It, Here's the thing, though. I wish IMAX. We, gotta, we have to end, guys. I wish IMAX though had the same size screen, the same size theater, but the normal amount of 
seats as like a regular movie because they just cram so many extra seats in. It's the only problem I have. Um, Johnny, I don't mind the seats. What? Give us your movie recommendation. I am gonna. Instead of doing, you don't have to take a shot. Huh? You don't have to take a shot. It's, but you said knife. When he does have to take a shot. Why, why, can, yeah. why don't I don't have to take a shot? Yeah, fuck you. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want you to mine. complain. Yeah, you didn't take a shot for Jenna's. No, you sh- oh, I didn't take it. Yeah, you're still down. So a shot. my move- and he's down a shot from mine. Saying, "Oh, am I?" You take a full shot. I take a half shot. Okay. So yeah, it's because I did all the talking. I was the one brave enough. Bullshit! To say, I talked so much. Uh, you don't Bill, think you don't fill your fucking glass? You don't and take think the shot. that I knew somebody was gonna call me for sandworm and shit? You, That's the easiest fucking word. You call me on words like "welcome everybody," "welcome." Back yeah, to I pick shots. smart words. You guys, oh wait, that wasn't a. You shot, pick I'm words. I'm obligated. I call everybody to say. on hard words, uh, cl- clever words. You guys are just like, no. oh, Dune. I'm gonna get them on I'm, sand. I'm literally obligated. I'm literally <laughs> obligated to say "welcome back to screenshots." Yeah, shots. so that's why it's a perfect word. <laughs> you fucking asshole. So okay, right, wait, so my ready, my ready? movie recommendation what? Ready? I'm not cheersing with you. Why are you piece on a bitch? After that charade Mark, you just pulled, on, I don't want to cheers Mark, it. Hold on. Because I don't want to spill it. Yeah, Jenna, do you want to take a shot, Jenna? Or you drink this, I guess. I'll drink this. Yay. Guys, hold don't on. don't actually cheers Mark, it. I, I never got to cheer for you when you first drank. Right so. away, oh. his computer. Yeah. Hey, go easy. Ahead, cheers. Go ahead, Johnny. I don't actually cheers in it. I don't want to. Yeah. Uh. Cheers. Okay, whatever. A screw me, I guess. Thanks, Johnny. Why are we cheersing at the end all of a sudden? I don't know. Don't worry about it. I have to. It's <laughs> disgusting. I think the taste of this is worse than the alcohol. The coffee one's so good. Oh. All right. So my movie, Jesus Christ, my movie <laughs> recommendation is set, takes place in a desert, and it starts with a, it, the title is a four-letter word that begins with D and, uh, and D and U. It's called Duel. Okay. Johnny, oh stop God. drinking the water and tell and, us about uh, the movie. Let me hydrate. I just drank 16 hours. Oh, yeah, we really got to end the show. All right. Oh, you so <laughs> it's a it's Steven Spielberg's one of his first movies, but one of the, basically his first like known movie. I've never um, heard of it, so it's not known. It's called uh, Duel, uh, uh, 1971, an hour and a half long, and the logline is a business commuter is pursued and terrorized by the malevolent driver of a massive tractor tractor trailer. And this takes place in the desert, um, and it, uh, it's uh, Dennis Weaver plays the business commuter, and it's just this guy going through the, just driving through the desert, and this rusty old uh, uh, tractor trailer truck is just like messing with him the whole time, and it starts with like him passing him on the road, and Dennis Weaver being like, oh whatever, beeping at him, and then it just like escalates to the guy like trying to run him over all the time, and you never see the truck driver. It's just it's just pure film in terms of like. Just like Steven Spielberg trying to get that raw, it's like there's hard, there's it's raw and there's like hard edges to it. Uh, it's rough around the edges, and it's just this, you know, this uh, this this movie. It's just pure visual technique showing this this these two tractor trailers go, going at it. Sh- it's fucking awesome. What? It kind of sounds like the it movie with the tire that like kills everyone. Yeah, yeah, but it's way. Yeah. Uh, but it's actually a good. That's how, like, that's how I, I pictured I'm it. I'm very upset we never finished it that day, and then I've never seen it again on Netflix. I will never no. watch that movie. Why not? We watched 25 minutes of it, and then we all gave up. Yeah, it was really. <laughs> we bad. saw a tire randomly kill someone with no like contact, and we're just like. Nice. Off. <laughs> but I would definitely recommend it. it it's only, it's a, it's 90 minutes, but it does feel a little bit long. But it is like a class. It's like a, just a raw 70s movie in the desert. I think, I think it's really good. All right. Um, guys, thank you for being on. And guys, thank you for watching. Um, like I said, go watch the movie. Oh, also, 
there is a free audio book of the first book of Dune, Dune, on YouTube. There's a first part, it's like 11 hours, the second part's like 9 to 10 hours. Um, just type in Dune and you can find it. If you want to listen to the book, you don't want to read it, do it. It's good. It's, it's, it's just like the book. And I think it's narrated by a man and a woman. Can I say, after watching this Dune, they better, they better make a part tune. So go go look the book on YouTube. I've done it again. I go, I hate reading, and I want to read the books. Now. Yeah, I I bought yeah. three of them. Reading yeah. is hard. You ever try reading the book? There's hundreds of words, and you get all sleepy and hold stuff. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so so go look at the book on YouTube. You don't have a, a service you pay for, or read the book and watch the movie, guys. That's it, guys. Thank you so in much. In IMAX, in, in theater, in the theaters, in no, theaters. Here's what you do: when you go to watch it in theaters, go on HBO Max and start Dune, and then leave your house while you go to the theaters so that it gets an extra oh, watch yeah, on yeah, HBO yeah, Max, yeah, yeah, and then we that. can get a sequel. Yeah, part two, part two, Dune, <laughs> guys. I'll see you and, on the next. And, one. and <laughs> if they need to cut the budget for the sequel, they can turn it into a cartoon. I'll see if you guys. To cut the budget, call Thank Johnny. He'll pay so for the rest. Thank you so much for yeah. watching. I'll we'll catch $20. you on the next one. I'll Have a happy Halloween. I'll give them $2. Goodbye, guys. <laughs>